Today's show is pre-recorded. Everybody, you are listening to the voice. I come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Okay, today is simple. I want to tell you, I want to just talk to you about effort today. Just about effort. You know, it's 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 a word that people use to describe uh, sometimes trying. But what I found out about trying is trying is just a noble way of saying you didn't get it done. I tried. When the, and then everybody go, well, he tried. He, that was the best. Well, that's, that's not exactly true, though. That, that's, that's not exactly true, you all. And I, and I, and I want to talk to you about that because I don't want you to be one of the people who just tried. See, trying I mean, I got to tell you, to, to attempt something, you're going to have to first try. But I want you to change your mindset from trying to getting it done. See, that's a, that's a big difference. I'm really more apt to listen to the person that says to me, I'm going to get it done. I'm going to try. What try does is it allows you to fail. It's the person that has the mindset that I'm going to get it done. It's the person who changes the complexion of things. I'm going to get it done is very different than I'm going to try. You know, look, man, I know, I know this sounds a little harsh, but, but you got to stop feeding yourself these little old wise sayings that ain't, it was a valiant try. Hey, man, you talk to anybody that took second place in the Super Bowl and see how they feel about their valiant try. The only way 
to gain God's real blessing is you have to try something. Steve, you're backpedaling. No, listen to me close. You have to put forth an effort to to uh, allow God to put his finger on something to bless on your behalf. You must start to attempt. Now, in saying getting it done and I'm going to try, that's a different of two different faiths to me. That I'm just talking about me now. You may be different, so I, I, can't, I can't say this about you. But I can say this about me. If I say I'm going to get it done, I have a lot of faith in it. I am going to get it done because I just don't see failure as an option a lot of times. Now, if somebody says to me, like the Olympic team invited me out to curl one day, which is throw these stones on the ice, if you're not familiar with it, it's very simple. And so I said, man, I'd like to give that a try. I went in full well knowing I may not come away from this little curling lesson as a person who could make the Olympic team. I just wanted to try it because I thought it looked cool and I always wanted to get it done. Well, I failed twice. I threw a stone completely into the other lane. I lost that little ice shoe. It shot out from under me. But you know what? I kept trying, though. I kept trying until I got four of them stones in that circle right where I aimed. But now, had I given up after I failed, after I threw that stone in the other lane, after I shot my shoe down all the way to the bottom side, the little ice shoe they give you, I never would have did it. But because I was trying, something got me together a little bit because of my effort, and it caused me not to fall the next time, not to throw it in the other lane, not to shoot my shoe to the back of the wall. All of a sudden, my trying became something. Now, had I stayed out there and it wasn't so cold and I went back week after week after week after week, I promise you, I could get it done. I could at least know how to compete in a game of curling. Might not be the best. I might not win the championship, but I could have got it done to the point where I could have competed in a game of curling. So sometimes... If you're scared to say I'm going to get it done, just go out there and get started. You know, learn from every attempt that you make. See, don't quit writing yourself off as a failure every time something don't go right. When I fell on that ice, I could have said, man, I can't curl. But hold up, man, I'm watching four other women out here curl, four other dudes out here curl, little kids out here curling. Hold up, partner. You know, man. So I learned when I threw that stone on the other ice, when I, when I fell, when, when my shoe shot off. I learned from every attempt a little bit more about it. And then I said to myself one point in time, man, I'm going to get this stone in that circle. I'm going to get this stone in this circle. And guess what? I got it done. Now what you saying to me, Steve? I'm saying to you that you got to get started that you got to put forth an effort. Give God something to bless. Oh, God, bless me. Oh, God, bless me. Bless you what? Bless you where? Bless you how? Stop basing your results on what you're thinking. You got to think higher. You get God in your life, man. He allows you to think higher. 
bigger, better, more. I'm sitting up here in my debt. I came up with a plan to get out of debt in five years. I came up with this plan, right? And I was sitting up and I was tripping on it. Now I said, wait a minute, man, hold up. And this, this is what I came up with. I said, God created heaven and earth, all of it, the mountains, the sky, the valleys, the ocean, the trees, the birds, the Indian Ocean, all of it, made all of it in six days. And then he rested on the seventh. So why am I taking to God the five-year plan? If he can create heaven and earth in six days, why am I walking in there talking about help me in five years? How is it going to take God five years to get me out of debt and he made heaven and earth in six days? Do the math here, man. I ain't that big. You ain't that big. You ain't in that much trouble. I ain't in that much trouble. See, God got a way of showing you some things, man, but it's going to take some faith. And faith going to take some effort on your part. Man, get out and do something, man. You God will bless you a little bit and he'll give you a little bit more courage. And then all them attempts you making is going, and all this, oh, I'll try. You know what that turned into? I'm going to get it done. And at the end of the day, that's what you have to do. Because trying to pay your rent and not paying your rent is two different things. You can, uh, you can try to pay your, pay your rent or you can get it done. Now, how long you think you're going to stay in that house trying? You got to go with the mindset of getting it done. And if you can put some stuff out there and give God a chance to put his finger on it and bless it for you, the most stuff he can do for you. Quit looking around at what everybody else got and go and get some of it for yourself, okay? All right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, the time has arrived for us to start a moment. Before we have the moment, let us have a brief moment of gratitude, realizing that we really are fortunate to be here, that we are so blessed to be able to get up this morning and start over again. Yesterday is gone. We got a new slate. It's wiped clean. Let's go make something happen. All right? This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Only cracking. Let's get it on. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning. Very grateful this morning, Steve. Very grateful. Carla Pharrell. Very grateful as well, Shirley and Steve. Morning, crew. Ladies and gentlemen, the new name I have given him, I'm going to make stick. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Junior J Rap Space. <laughs> morning, Uncle. Morning, family. Blessed in the building. J Rap. J Rap. J Rap. Yeah, that's your new nickname. <laughs> If you want an explanation later on, I'll give it to you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, J. Anthony Brown. What up, Mr. Harvey? What's going on, everybody? It's a glorious day today. We celebrate. Talk later. He's here. Nephew Tommy. <laughs> yay, yay. <clears throat> hey, oh. hey, man. Hey, welcome hey. back to work, fellas. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate y'all. I know it was Let's tough. It you know. Yeah, I know it was tough yesterday. Woo! All them shows in Birmingham. Oh, and let me tell you what my nephew did. Sent me a picture Mm -hmm. of him, Mm -hmm. a video, 
of him <laughs> on the golf course yeah. with the club on it and his grandson playing golf. So wait, what are you saying? Okay, let me. Okay, hold up. Now, what, what are you saying, Uncle Steve? Here, what are, what are you saying now? Many energy mm-hmm. to play golf. Okay. <laughs> but what? Can't find the energy to come to work. Let's just say, man. Amen. 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 I was told oh. I can't do, can't hear jokes, so I don't have my <laughs> That was last week. Ain't nobody talking about you yet. No, you still, you can't do, you ain't here, Joe. Thank you, Birmingham, for coming out. You can't hang out with you, boy. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. He can't do it. Okay, so how how was golf, nephew? Because we were all at work. But in your defense, Tommy, you still sound like you're not rested enough. Listen to this. Well, all that golf, Jay, golf takes it out of you. Shirley, Shirley, ask him how he did. Because he told me in the video, I'm better than you now. At golfing? Oh. Okay, yeah, so how was it? Oh, my goodness. Had a little lesson or two, you know, had a little lesson or two. Got my little little swing together, something I need to work on. So, Tommy, you really took lessons? A little bit. About an hour. Mm. That ain't, that ain't, you gonna forget all that next time. time. Oh, yeah, oh, one hour? Oh, you gonna forget (laughs) all that. Well, I mean, I could understand how you might be a little, you know, fatigued today because you're out in the yeah. sun playing golf, 18 holes. <laughs> what? Come on, yeah, Shirley, come you know, I, I can, I can. Clearly, see I it. did not play around the golf. I just, I just went to All the right. drive. Uh, we're moving around. on right now, but we're coming back uh, <laughs> at 32 minutes after the hour. <laughs> it's Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Ask the CLO. This one, CLO, is from Khadija in Maryland. Khadija says, I've been married for four years and I had sex with my boss last week. It was bound to happen after months of flirting. He's single and he's really crazy about me. And since we had sex, I'm crazy about him too. He asked me to spend a night with him at his home and I want to so bad, but I don't know what I would tell my husband. I wasn't in love with my husband when we got married. We did it because I was pregnant. What if my boss is my soulmate? Should I sneak away with him to find out? Damn. What happened? What? What and what? Okay, so. (laughs) I mean, look. She's married. (laughs) Sleeping with her boss. You don't Uh, want her. her Here's the thing. You need to be really careful. Yeah. Because... You may think your boss. Now, I'm just telling give you, this is real advice. Mm-hmm. If you were my daughter, I'd tell you something else. Mm. But you're not, and you're convinced that you've already slept with this married man. So now, listen to this. No, she's married. No, he's not married. No, no, well, yeah, I mean, she's married. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But now, listen to this. You may think that he's your soulmate, but the one major obstacle in the way, if he don't think you his soulmate, right. you finna leave your husband and go over there and find out what? Mm-hmm. That no he soul. don't really want you that much? And you could lose your job, yeah. too. Uh, well, now, now she can't lose her job at this point. <laughs> no, sir. Not mm. with these new laws. Once um, you sleep with this woman, partner, yeah, that's true. She got a job from now on. Oh, life. Yeah. Vice oh, dog. What you finna do? <laughs> you can't let this woman go. 
But he shouldn't have slept with her being her supervisor anyway. That's yeah. He sure. That's, that's, that's so wrong. That's wrong. Brother, that's, that's, that's every HR class you can go yes. to yes. with that conversation. Yes. He's stupid. Now he wants yes. you to come spend the night? Oh. Mm. Lady, Well, if you ain't in love with your husband, I can't make you be in love with him, but I'm going to tell you what, though. You need to make sure that he thank you his soulmate because this huh? could be a one-way street. And yeah, she he wants you to spend single. the night. And he's Hell, really he crazy singing. about me. Oh, <laughs> you know how many times I'd have said that? Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 wow. Huh? Okay. <laughs> All right, Amari and Macon says, we're moving on. Yeah, <laughs> we know. I'm trying, know. To I'm trying to move on for you. trying to move on Check, check, my check. Amari and Macon says, I'm a CNA, and I work nights at a senior citizen's home. I love my job because the residents love to stay up late and watch movies. What is a CNA? Certified it's nursing a certified nursing assistant. Junior, how you knew that? My mama nurse. Yeah, oh, certified oh. nursing. <laughs> right. My sister's a nurse. <laughs> and a lot of CNAs are beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead. Shit. I'm a CNA, and I work nights at a senior citizen's home. I love my job because the residents love to stay up late to watch movies. I have to watch them closely because they are still quite freaky and tell nasty jokes at night. There's one old man in particular that is always sneaking around, and I caught him for the third time in a female's room on top of her. Since it was his third offense, I have to write him up. He said, if I did, he'd get me fired for letting them stay up late, which is a no-no. What should I do? Mm. Lee, why are you writing the man up? (laughs) They way past grown. (laughs) These are full consenting adults. Mm. They they really know what they doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you done caught him three times. Why why are you gonna write him up? Mm-hmm. And he right, you gonna lose your job because they ain't even supposed to be up. Is this a nursing home? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. What yes, is it, it like is. a nursing home slash prison? They can't stay up and watch TV. <laughs> They're supposed to be in bed <laughs> at night. They have a curfew, I guess. Well, what the hell? They old. They grown. Who wanna be sleep when you old? <laughs> let them people stay up and let that man go to all his rooms. He might have three other rooms he's playing on. She <laughs> <laughs> caught him on top of her, though? Wow. Where well, you wanted to be? Would it have been what all right if he was be? on the bottom? <laughs> <laughs> so she should Lady, write him up. That's your advice, CNN. No, oh, for CLO. what? Oh, write the okay. man up for no. what? These are grown-ass people. All right, moving on. Sophia Senior and- citizens need love, too. He the pimp. Yes, he the player do. up in there. <laughs> yeah. Sophia in Kansas City says, My husband thinks he's a comedian, and his white friends gas him up when they're together. When we're both with our black friends, his jokes are embarrassing, and they've even called him a cornball. He grew up in a predominantly white area, so he's socially awkward around other blacks. I fell in love with him because he's very smart and handsome. And how can I help him relax and fit in better with our black friends? Friends. <laughs> oh, you, you ain't gonna be able to do that. Mm. <laughs> what you say? Yeah, you ain't gonna be able to do that. He fit in better with the white folks. <laughs> he, yeah. he grew up with him, went to school with him. He over there with the black people, corny as hell. They ain't laughing at nothing. And it's three men on this show that know the difference between yeah. a white comedy uh-huh. club audience and a black, black comedy club, club audience. Uh-huh. Them oh, two yeah. damn different audience. You tell the same joke if you want to. At least a white audience is courteous. Your ass off the stage. 
<laughs> well, that was clever. Show your hands off the stage. <laughs> hey, leave him alone, Scott. He's okay. Black folks do not play about their funny. That's I want right. my money all. back. All right, so Jay. So I, I can't help you, lady. Here. <laughs> all right, here we go. Here we, Jay, you got a question right, go, for Steve. the CLO. You, you out with your side piece. Your side piece gets sick, very sick, gravely ill. Do you take her back home to her husband or you take her oh. to the hospital? What do you do? What do you do? Oh, you got to leave her there. You got to call rules, her bro. best friend. <laughs> you can't go to that house or that hospital. <laughs> no, you can't. It's cameras at the hospital and it's pistols at the house. <laughs> <laughs> Either one, your ass is in trouble, partner. You got to call her girlfriend and come get yeah. her and help her. Because she done told somebody. All right, thanks, CLO. <laughs> Coming up next, Nephew Tony's Run That bad. Prank Back <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news, and we'll have some entertainment news for you. Plus, Carla has today's music news. All of that at the top of the hour, but right now, the Nephew is here with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Neff? Welcome back, Your by the way. Your funeral back. arrangements. Welcome back. You 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 stated that the first year. Your funeral arrangements. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach a Miss Diane, please. Uh she's not in at the moment. May I take a message, please? My name is John. John I'm actually the funeral director here at funeral home. Miss Diane came in earlier today and, and uh tried to get the arrangements set. First of all I wanna say my condolences to you all and your entire family for what you're going through. She's she, filled out some paperwork here, and I wanted to make sure I got everything actually correct. Uh, I'm a little not sure on what she wants on the actual tombstone. I I don't know if she wants Rob or or Robert. Are, are you are you one of the members that may be able to tell me exactly what she would want on the tombstone? I am. I, I'm Robert. I'm, what's, this, what's this all about? She came here this morning. What, what, what you talking about? Okay, hold on a second, sir. You, you're who? I am Robert. Rob, Robert, that's me. Okay, and okay, is, is there Robert Senior or or? or? Well, Junior is just a child. I'm Robert Senior. That's who I am. Junior is a child. Okay. Neither one of us did. We're healthy. Okay, 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 okay. Hang on. Oh my God. All right. I don't. Okay. Hang on a second, sir. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. yeah. Diane, Miss Miss Diane, Miss Sir Miss Diane is your wife. Yeah, Diane is my wife. You sure you got the right Diane? You sure? Uh, you sure well, she, right she, she, she came in uh, this morning, uh, maybe 5'5", five, five, uh, what, mm-hmm. salt and pepper hair, shoulder mm-hmm. length, uh, mm-hmm. maybe a medium brown complexion. Mm-hmm. What, what kind of car she, was she driving? Did you see the car? Did you see the car or something? Uh, it seemed like it was a uh, some type of, uh, was it a Camry, I think? Yeah, that's her. And what I mean, what happened? Tell me, actually, tell me what happened this morning. She came in and said, "What to you?" She came in. Mister, why, 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 why don't I call back when Miss Diane is there uh, and we can? Don't call back. You know, tell me now, right now. I need to know what the is going on. You, my wife, want to tell me she want to have a funeral for me, and you want to tell me you want to call me. Let her know. Tell me now, sir. 
all I know is as Miss Diane came in, the paperwork was a little. I was just coming reevaluating on what I what I what I, what I, what was written here. It wasn't right. I mean, she came in. She she picked out the casket. She did everything that she was supposed she to. Casket, casket, bro, bro. This right here, bro. I don't understand. I don't really understand what's going on. But I'm gonna find out later on. I'm gonna find Sir, out. I I I I don't understand. I, I've, I've never been in a. I've never been in a situation like this, okay? So you about to get in a situation. Maybe I need to call back when Miss Diane gets there, Man, okay? I said I need to talk to you now. She get here at 6 o'clock. Don't worry about that. Where you at? Anyway, what's your name again? Where you at? I'm, 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 I'm John, sir. I'm the, I'm the uh, funeral home uh, director. I'm sorry? Y'all, you, you, might be, you might be making some funeral rain for her too. I might need to switch names and put her name on there. Okay, sir. But guess what? 6 o'clock. It was six o'clock. Sir, 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 you gonna be there? Sir, a funeral is a very serious thing, sir. So you, you, serious, bro. Look, my wife is coming. She's trying to bury me. Me. I'm Rob. What name you got on the paper? Rob. It's Rob or Robert, whichever one. I mean, I, I don't, I don't. I mean, I won't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. We ain't even been beefing. You know what I'm saying? We ain't even arguing. We had a little laugh. Argument last week by a little light bill, some little like that. But you gonna have a funeral for me? Okay, man, it's gonna make no sense. I tell you like this, uh, they got the right now. You got the right one. I tell you, man, I'm not around. Watch, watch what happens. Yeah, I mean, since I have you on the phone, is it? Is, can I ask you what? what? Is, is it all right if I ask you something, sir? Man, what you want to ask me, bro? I mean, since since it is your funeral, would you? Would you like the light blue lining or the white lining in, inside the, on the inside? Oh, come on, the cast, you right? play with me, right? Now you now you trying me. Now if I come down there and swing on your, you won't like it. They gonna be two funerals. You and her. Keep on now. You gonna pick your own lining. Oh, oh, man, I'm out here busting my right here. Twelve hour shift. All I said, cut a little bit of lights off around here. Gonna keep the build out. But you gonna say, huh? Around here, hello, hello, sir. Three lights on, lights on, lights, lights, lights. Now a funeral? Come on, man. Boy, I swear to God, this. Okay, okay. Can I, can I, can I, can I tell you what else your wife told me when she was here? What? What else she told you? I need to know. Anyway, I need to know. Tell me. Go ahead, tell me. Well, she told me to tell you exactly who I was. What? Who is you? I'm, 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 I'm sorry. Who are you? Sir, the I'm, not, yeah, okay. I'm not John. I'm not John from the funeral home. You better be. You better tell me you nobody else. Not no. 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 no another. You talking about the funeral? This is. This right here is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife Diane got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> Hello, Mister. <laughs> Y'all I swear, boy. I swear, y'all ain't. Y'all ain't. Some boy, boy. <laughs> y'all play too much, man. Y'all need to stop playing on people's phones, man. For real, man. Y'all need to cut it out. Tell that Steve, I say, hey, man, look at him, bro. Big Daddy need a suit, man. Sam 58. I need all that. I need all that. Shoes, socks, hats, all that. All right, man. Hat, suit, hat. Hey, let me ask you, Mr. Lynn, what is the baddest radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
there you have it. Mm. Brilliant, okay. man. Yeah. Brilliant, bro. Man. Thank Brilliant, you, bro. bro. Thank you, brother. And when you come, you bring it. That's what I'm saying. And you do, and you do, do too. When you, you do, do get too. here. When you, yeah. Man. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> That's my fave. <laughs> I, I will never go as long as I've gone again without being on that stage. It will never happen again. I, I'm right back. I'm in stride. I'm in full motion. Yes. I thought I lost what, what, it, but I did. Were you rusty? Were you rusty on that first show? Was it? Yeah. No, I wasn't. But I thought I was going. I was just more nervous than anything. That ain't happening yeah. no more. Hey, you was not like not that kind of nervous. It was that other nervous. What'd you say, Steve? You was a little nervous though. I mean, a little rusty. Yeah. Hey, you yeah. think? A tad. By that. By yeah, that second show. Yeah. You're a little rusty. I think, think y'all. I, I think because you got to dust the timing off in the order of the set and all mm-hmm. that. You know, unless you do that trick I used to do. Unless you what? You to use the trick I used to use. You ain't going to be able to do that because you're a comedy queen. And we got to go. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have entertainment and national (laughs) news right after this. What does that mean right there? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. After a 23-day hiatus, Chrissy Teigen has returned to Twitter. Chrissy <laughs> said, I chose to take the bad with the good, she said in her return, adding, turns out it feels terrible to silence yourself and also no longer enjoy belly chuckles randomly throughout the day and also lose like 2,000 friends at once. As we told you, uh, Chrissy, who of course is Mrs. John Legend, left the social media platform last month because she was tired of the negativity. At the time, she says she hadn't learned how to block out uh, block it out. So clearly she's getting better at it. And, um, you know, she's back with it. So there uh, you go. She Her tweets Shirley, are fun. Shirley. Her tweets are always fun. huh? Did y'all know she was missing? Yeah, we know. said it. <laughs> we said Until it. we said it, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, you kept three days. I ain't hear y'all. Days. Days. I'd, like to, I'd like to help her out a little bit. Okay, what? go ahead, Steve. Um, you don't have 2,000 friends. I just oh, want to point uh, that out. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, friends, huh? No, uh-huh. no, 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 no. She said friends. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know what you're friends. saying. That's 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 the problem. Stop thinking they're your friend, because they'll turn on you. Yes. Or yeah. Bring your turn on you like pop tarts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Glad to have you back, Chrissy Teigen. And Carla is here now with today's music news. What you got, Carla? Well, let me tell you guys this. The Country Music Awards, Mm -hmm. they demonstrated change and being inclusive. Uh, Mm -hmm. Three African-American artists made history. First up, country singer. Did you see that? Mm -hmm. Mickey Guyton. Mm -hmm. She co-hosted the first black female woman to co-host the show. Country Music Awards? Yes. That's changed. Wow. Yes, with Keith Urban, also Jimmy Allen. He's a country artist, mm-hmm. African-American yeah, man. He won Best it. New Artist. And Kane Brown won Video wow. of the Year he's huge. for his song. Yes, he is huge. Mm-hmm. Huge. Worldwide yeah. beautiful. They better than the Republicans. <laughs> yeah, being more inclusive, right, Jay? <laughs> I mean, they act like black people don't like country. What is right, that about? Right. And you know what? I, I was reading. Music. I do. I love country music because yeah. they're great storytellers. But I was reading an article on CNN.com, and it is stated that African-Americans, the culture is all over country music, and that the banjo, 
for example, mm -hmm. is a descendant of an instrument that was brought to America by enslaved West Africans. Uh, mm -hmm. So, wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Learn something new every day, right? Every day. Wow. Every yeah. single day. Every single day. What you singing, Steve? You like country music? Do you know how big country music is in Africa? No. Oh, is I, it? No, is it? Listen to me, Carla. Yes, Donna, sir. Where you're from? Yes. Country music is huge. Wow. They love country music. It, it, it stunned me that all these radio stations play country music. Like, you'll hear a soul cut near here come a country ass jam. Wow. Right. Okay, right. for real. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm serious. So this explains it. Very big in Africa. Wow. Okay. Wow, I didn't know that. Coming up next, Conway Twitty. Stay tuned for Conway Twitty. Coming up next. Absolutely. Hey, Jay Brown. The African DJ. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Conway Twitty. Up next. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for that. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Coming up, Steve, uh, you hired him. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He's looking crazy right know, now in know, the Zoom. It's brilliant stuff. Just that you don't expect it because he's not here. So <laughs> you just never know. Yeah. Yeah. When it come out, you go, oh. Oh, hey, you're here today. Oh, okay. All right, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Time for our headlines. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much. Okay, the Derek Chauvin, George Floyd uh, case goes to the jury today after some last-minute instructions from the judge. The defense and the prosecution made their closing remarks yesterday with defense lawyer Eric Nelson insisting that the now ex-cop was merely being a cop last May 25th. The defendant is not guilty of a crime if he used force as authorized by law. And to prove guilt, the state must further prove beyond a reasonable doubt that the defendant's use of force was not authorized by law. But the prosecutor says what Derek Chauvin did that day had very little to do with the law. Pushing him, a knee to the neck, a knee to the back, twisting his fingers, holding his legs for 9 minutes and 29 seconds, the defendant's weight on him. It wasn't a sudden cardiac event, it wasn't a heart attack, it wasn't a drug overdose. He says what that was was murder. Derek Chauvin faces three criminal counts, second-degree murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter. Uh, the jury consists of three black men, one black woman, four white women, two white men, and two women who identify as multiracial. The city of Minneapolis, as well as uh, municipalities around the country, of course, now engaged in a tense waiting game. According to the Washington Post, prosecutors have found evidence that a racist and corrupt Virginia cop planted evidence to put black men away. So now as many as 400 convictions could now be overturned. The now former Fairfax County officer Jonathan Freetag or Freitag, is under investigation but not yet criminally charged, but they're looking into him. Yesterday marked the anniversary of the worst U.S. terrorist attack pre-9-11. That was the Oklahoma City bombing that took place April 19, 1995. The bombing of the Alpha Primera Federal Building in Oklahoma killed 168 people, including children who were in the building's basement that day because there was a daycare center that day there. Another 600 people were injured, and the bomb blast was so strong, get this, it either damaged or destroyed over 300 other buildings within a 16-block radius of the federal structure. Timothy McVeigh was executed in 2001 for the bombing. His accomplice, Terry Nichols, given life in prison without the possibility of parole. 
Sad news, former Vice President Walter Mondale has died. Mondale, a Democrat, was the first presidential candidate of one of the major parties to select a female running mate, Geraldine Ferraro, Walter Mondale, 93. And we also have lost a spectacular Mrs. Hester Ford of Charlotte, North Carolina, oldest living American starting life picking cotton, ending up with at age 116 with some 300 great and great-great-grandchildren. They said, what did you like? She said, oh, I love pancakes, I love grits, and I love bacon. Mm, I can smell it. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Introduce him. You hired Ladies him. Ladies and gentlemen, Your he's boy. here without a mistakable doubt. The imbleberable <laughs> J. Anthony Byrne. All right, today we celebrate a glorious day. Salute to all my 420 soldiers out there. Celebrate. Enjoy the day. Have a good day. Remember what you have to remember. Forget what you want to forget. In oh, honor of 420. I forgot. Yes. Okay. In honor of 420, we play this song. Is scary. Just ignorant. Genius. I'm starting my own line of, right, thank you, of uh, medicinal purposes. It's going to be called Go Somewhere and Sit Your Ass Down. It'll be hitting the market soon. So that's what I'm starting my own. Oh, wow. Sit your ass down. All right, coming up at 34 minutes oh, after uh, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
The prosecution and the defense in the Derek Chauvin trial delivered closing remarks yesterday. It was a very long day. Uh, the prosecutor told the jury on Monday that Derek Chauvin had no compassion and pressing his knee on George Floyd's neck for nine minutes and 29 seconds was not an accident. The prosecutor went on to say that Chauvin had to know that he killed George Floyd. Prosecutor also said that this case is exactly what you saw in your eyes and know in your heart. The defense, meanwhile, said that if George Floyd could talk, then he could breathe. Wow. Stark he could breathe just enough to tell you he couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody put, got a little bit of air in their lungs yeah. to eke out a cry for help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you don't adhere to the cry to help, that it turns into desperation. Well, and then after a while, then. you then just it, keep your knee on this man's neck. Now, look, man, you had your knee on his neck for nine minutes. Well, anybody trying to hear this mess right here? And if you don't convict this man right here, I'm just telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. And there's nothing I can do about it. It's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and that's unfortunate, you know, that we even have to say that. Oh, it's going to be bad. It's, it's going to be a problem from black you know, people. It's going to be a problem from non-black people. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a problem. Yeah. It's going to be a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can't you can't dump going, this I'm on us. You, you have to blame yourself. Mm-hmm. And look well, at all the nationalities you, you had marching for Black Lives Matter. You're going to have a lot of people upset mm-hmm. about it. Oh, yeah, and still uh, uh, multicultural, multiracial outside of the courtroom. You know, outside of this hear- country. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, just to hear, you know, what's going on, uh, they're out there now, you know. The 12 jurors will be sequestered. They will decide if Chauvin is guilty of second-degree murder, of third-degree murder, or uh, and uh, second-degree manslaughter. Chauvin could face up to 40 years in prison. So, but even the um, police chief I, um, from Minneapolis, he when he testified, he said Chauvin did not learn this at the police academy to keep yeah. his knee on somebody's neck for nine yeah. minutes, over nine minutes. Can I ask y'all something? I think. Go ahead, Jay. Go ahead. What is what is Chauvin writing? Yeah, what is he writing when he over there uh, just sitting? Uh, he's writing nothing, Tommy. Not I a damn know. thing. I, I don't care. To look busy. To look busy. That's all. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of the I, OJ trial. But I think trial. he's going to walk. I think he's going to walk. Oh, Jay. And let I me tell you why. Because you only I'm need one kidding. person out of the jury. Just one. I don't yeah. care. Just out of one. 12 people. I don't mm-hmm. care. Yeah. The, I, out I of think the 12. I yeah. think we have so mm-hmm. much peer pressure this time mm-hmm. on them who saw it. They've all seen this. Mm-hmm. They've seen it, too. And, right. and, like, and like the prosecutors say, make your judgment on what you saw. What you see with your own eyes? This video don't lie. Come on, man. Y'all, y'all, come on. Come on. Well, I I don't, I mean, it's not that you're giving up. You're just, you're, you're basing how this country is, basically. I mean, you're saying, yeah. What we've seen so many times before. I know exactly how this country is. Every day. Yes. I'm just, I just keep waiting. And, you know, every now and then they get it right. Every now and again. They get it right. Very rarely for us. Oh, yeah. But every now and then, they get it right. You know, now, this right here, they watch this. Look, they gave that other police officer some time for killing uh, John uh, Botham. What's his name? John, was it John Botham? Yeah, Botham. 
Jean. Both, Both of them, John. Mm-hmm. Both of yeah. them, Yeah, they gave her time, Amber and there was no here. video. Mm-hmm. No. This video right. was worldwide, and I'm telling yes, you, in Africa, they they've all they've been talking about is how can but, this be? But Steve, I hope so. how can take, this be? I really hope so. It takes me back to Rodney King. That's I know what he didn't die, but there was video there too, and I was living in L.A. during that time. And uh, the jury saw what we all saw. You I know. know you, I'm, you think I'm just thinking, though, Shirley, that because they saw a murder and they watched it for themselves, a yeah. murder, and there were enough uh, non-African-Americans appalled, I think that could, this is going to produce a different outcome. All right, all we'll I be back hope for, hope mm-hmm. so. with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Sure hope you're right. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, he wants women on the side. Hmm, We'll get into that in a little bit. But uh, right now, (laughs) the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What is going on? (laughs) Me and your baby getting married. Oh. Me and your baby getting married. Let's go, Ken. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach. I'm trying to reach uh, Mr. Yes, this is he. Hey, Mr. How you doing? I'm trying. Let me let me make I'm sure I'm, I'm calling the right person. Your daughter is Crystal. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, I got the right person. Hey, listen. Uh, what I wanted to do, Mr. Ridges, is call and introduce myself to you, and let you know who I was. My name is Jeff. Uh, Jeff. And I've been uh seeing Crystal. Uh, you know, pretty much like the last five to six months, and I wanted to um let you know that I'm, I'm very, very interested in you. And in, 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 I know this kind of crazy for you to get a phone call from me, but I'm very interested in in Crystal right now. And I wanted to, you know, I just wanted to do the man thing and just reach out to your man and say I'm really interested in in uh, in marrying your daughter. And marrying my daughter? Wait, wait, hold, hold, hold on, man. What, what, what? What did you say your name was? Again? Uh, my name is Jeff. Jeff. Okay, uh, Jeff. Jeff. Listen, I'm very close with my daughter, and my daughter has never ever mentioned you. I talk with my daughter every day. Wow, I don't know what that's about, but it's been like about five, close to six months that me and Crystal been, you know, going out, you know, up here at the school. But what I wanted to do is tell you that I, I really, really, really like Crystal, man. I, uh. And I wanted to call and tell you that, you know, I'm really, really interested in marrying Crystal. You know, I mm-hmm. want, I, I really do want Crystal to be my wife. Mm-hmm. Well, again, I've never heard of you before. And my daughter has never, ever mentioned you. My daughter isn't dating anybody right now. My daughter's in grad school. I understand that. And, you know, we, you know, it, it's been, you know, we've been, you know, a little back and forth or whatever. But, you know, the main thing is me and Crystal really, you know, we really, we really do love each other, Miss. And I wanna. Um, okay, but if you love my daughter, she would have told me that she was in love with someone. Well, you know what, you know, and and maybe it's a situation where Krista is like a little, maybe a little uneasy about talking to you about it. You know what I'm saying? My daughter can talk to me about anything. We talk every day. Right, right. Just, just like you, I talk to my daughter every day. Your daughter? And how old is your daughter? My daughter, 15. So hold, 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 hold on one minute, man. You said your daughter was 15. Right, right, right. Okay, well, how old are you? 
I'm 46. 46? You 46 years old and you want to marry my 25-year-old daughter? Hey, 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 let me say this right here. Love ain't got no limit, man. And I understand, I, you know, I was a little shocked at first about the uh, the age difference between us. But you get, you know what, man? I'm more shocked than me. Okay, and I understand that. But what I'm trying to explain to you, man, is that it, it come a time, man, where you just you just don't know what's going to happen, man. Love just, love is love, man. And you've been locked up on parole at the university on work release and met my daughter. Yeah, I'm gonna say this, man. Crystal is just a beautiful person, man. Uh, hold on, man. You calling me at the blue with all this? Shit. Look, man, I'm at work. I got a lot of work on my damn desk, and you calling me, telling me you uh, a former jailbird wants to marry my daughter, my 25 year old daughter, and you damn near 50, you damn near my age, you want to marry my daughter? Man, I am not trying to talk to you about this. Shit. What I need to do is I need to talk to Crystal and get to the bottom of this. That's what the hell I need to do. Hey, and I, I, I understand that, Mr. You, you was probably going to want to talk to her, and, and I ain't got no problem with that. What I'm trying to explain to you is that, man, love ain't got no limit, man. It's just something that happened. Crystal loved me. I love her. And, and, it, and it is what it is. I just wanted to try to get your blessings on this. You can't get my blessings. You lost your mind. How the hell are you jailbird? gonna marry my daughter. Man, my daughter's been in private school all her damn life. She was on the dean since all four years of college, and she's going to grad school. And you gonna marry my daughter that you met on your work release? Hey, Mister, I understand that. What I'm, what I'm trying to explain to you that you know what, man? Sometimes love is right the second time around. You understand what I'm saying? What the hell you mean the second time? I got kids already. What I'm trying to say is, it didn't work out with me on the first time. What I wanted to do, man, is just call you and solidify the culinary experience. Culinary? Culinary got to do with food. What the hell is you talking about? Look, 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 look. I got to talk to my daughter. I'm going to call Crystal, and I'm going to find out what the hell is going on. Because, look, man, I'm not even trying to have this conversation with you. And I, 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 I Mr. Mr. Perez, I understand all please. that. I understand what you're saying. What I want to say to you is this right here. Crystal is 25. I, even if you don't agree with this here, we're going to elope and make sure that and we man, get back. Look here. You ain't doing a thing with my daughter unless it's my Look here, man. You ain't doing with my daughter. I don't even know your jailbird. You ain't doing I'm going to call my daughter, find out who you really are. Because lost your Mind. If you think your old jailbird is going to be marrying my daughter, my daughter's got a future. You ain't got What the hell is wrong with you? You lost mind. I'm not going to sit here and go back and forth with you, Miss. Me and Crystal getting married. That will not happen under any circumstances. No. I don't care what you think the circumstances are. Me and Crystal getting married. That's that it. Not the love, man. I don't know who the hell you think you are. What the is wrong with you?
the baby girl just wanted to put a smile on your face, man. I got to ask you, what is? What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey morning show. I'm going to get your ass Boom. <laughs> he Boom. needs it Boom. on that one. <laughs> Boom. No, he done went outside. Yes. No, he stepped outside to cuss you out. Yeah. No. Hey, yeah. Hey, no, because he a good dude. But yeah. you think yeah. you finna do what? Man. <laughs> second time. It's your second marriage? <laughs> your second? With I got a daughter, too. Wait a minute. Hold on, man. You got a daughter 15. How old are you? I'm 46, man. <laughs> I talk to my daughter every day just like you do. What? Oh, my goodness. Man. He was so mad. You play too much Tommy for real. She done been yeah. on the Dean's Honor Roll all, all the years. Private She school. got a future. You ain't got blank. <laughs> oh, he was done with him. Hey, hey, he was letting him know, no, nah, partner, this ain't going to happen. Wait till I talk to him. Oh, man. What can I say? Ready to love. Ready to love is coming up Friday. Don't you don't, ladies? Did y'all watch Ready to Love this past Friday? Of course. No, we yes, did. Of course. That's all I want to hear. Uh-huh. That's all yes. I want to hear. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. We got rid of a couple more people. Yeah, poor. Now it's getting to you. Did you see Joel break down? Did you see it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I love you know Joel. what? You have a fan favorite. Yeah, you had a good man moment, you know, when you yes. had all the men there. I love that moment with all the men you guys had, the bonding, the bonding. and everything. That was really a it's nice a great moment. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ready to Love, Friday night on OWN. Hey, that's 9, 8 Central. You don't want to miss it. Hosted by yours truly. Yeah, tune in. All right. Well, thank you, nephew. Coming up, Strawberry Letter. Subject, he wants women on the side. <laughs> we'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com. Click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. That's for you, Che, when you're here. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. All right, subject, he wants women on the side. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 28-year-old professional woman living with my 33-year-old boyfriend. We've been dating for almost two years, and we've had a lot of ups and downs because he doesn't have a lot of respect for women. He thinks women are loyal, they aren't loyal, and women only date men with money and trade up if a flashier, richer guy comes along. We've broken up a few times over his insecurity, and each time he begs me back. I am doing age-appropriate stuff on social media, like posting a selfie when my makeup is perfect or when I'm dressed up to go out with him or a pic from brunch if I go out with my girlfriends. He doesn't like it when men comment on my beauty or my booty. I have curves and I can't hide them in my clothes and I'm not trying to. Whenever he gets upset with me, he goes out with other females and he tells me about it afterwards by saying they're just nice women he's met on social media and it's harmless. At first, I thought it was a joke, and he was just trying to make me jealous. But I read his DMs, and the comments weren't telling, uh, were telling him thanks for a great date, and they were looking forward to seeing him again. I asked him if he was crazy, and I demanded that he stop entertaining other women. He said it's insurance, 
in case one of the handsome men on Instagram gets my attention and takes me from him. This is all very childish to me, and I've put too much sweat and tears into this relationship to have it end over something so stupid. I would never flirt with or go out with another male that I met on social media, especially while I'm dating him. How can I get him to stop disrespecting our relationship? Well, it doesn't look like you can, and uh, him dating other women and telling you it's insurance in case a handsome man on Instagram takes you from him it, it is not stupid, okay? It's cheating. It's just cheating. That's what it is. I mean, plain and simple. It's total disrespect for you. Uh, and, it, and it begs the question, why are you with this fool? Why? Uh, we don't care that he thinks women are, are disloyal or that they only date men with money and blah, blah, blah. So what? We don't care anything about that. That's his stupid, insecure, controlling opinion. And please don't buy into it any longer. Stop it. You got to stop it now. He's using it. He's playing you to get what he wants. And that's women on the side. Like you titled your letter. Uh, You know, tell him the jig is up. You know what's up. You know what he's trying to do. He can't trick you anymore. You're tired of it. You've been with him for two years. This has got to stop. And uh, you're moving on. If he doesn't change his ways, and it doesn't look like he is. I mean, this is the dumbest thing ever. Insurance. (laughs) That's a new one. (laughs) And really, really stupid, Steve. Uh, This this letter right here, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Now, young lady, you're 28 years old, so Uncle Steve going to help you out here. So here's the deal. This is the deal. I'm not going to play with you. This ain't funny. I'm going to show you how this game working that he got going right here. You've been dating this dude, he's 33, you, you're 28, and you live with him. Yeah, it, ain't, it ain't like y'all say, y'all live together. And this is what he's doing? Y'all have had some ups and downs, and he doesn't have a lot of respect for women. Red flag. If he don't have respect for women, does that not include you? I think it does. Let me show you why. He thinks women are loyal and women only date men with money and trade up if a flashier, richer guy comes along. Let me explain something to you, sister. This is game. What he's done is he has prepared he has prepared a position statement. This is a prepared position statement to justify his own actions. This is a prepared statement. He said this is just designed for you. All right, y'all done broke up. You get back. You do social media stuff. You post selfies. Your makeup's perfect. You get dressed up to go out with him or a picture you going to girlfriend brunch. All that's cool. He doesn't like it when men comment on your beauty or your booty. You got curves. You can't hide them in your clothes. You ain't trying to. Now, here with him. When he get upset, he go out with other females and tells me about it afterward by saying he's just nice women he met on social media and harmless. What? He, that's the trade-off? You post a picture, I'm going to go out with another girl. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You go to brunch with your girlfriends and somebody commented on your picture, I'm taking another girl out. That's the trade-off? That don't seem a bit extreme to you? Are you kidding me, little girl? Listen to me. Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. You getting played. And he's telling you, why does he tell you he does this? 
He's telling you this so he can see how much he can get away with. And so far, he's getting away with it all. All of it. Then you said, at first I thought it was a joke and he was just trying to make me jealous. A joke? Let me ask you something. Was this funny to you? <laughs> huh? This joke that you thought was a joke was just trying to make you jealous. What? That's what you came with? You're giving him way too much rope. And you know what he's doing with this rope? He hanging you with it. He ain't hanging himself, sister. He hanging you with it. Now, when I come back, I'm going to tell you the rest of it. I ain't got no jokes for you. I'm going to help you out. Because if there's another woman out there in this position right here, don't be stupid now. You professional. You got it going on. Don't be stupid. Uncle Steve going to straighten it out when we come back. That's all I got. All right. Hold that thought, Steve. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject, he wants women on the side. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, he wants women on the side. What? This 28-year-old professional woman living with this 33-year-old fool. This old ignorant-ass dude. Y'all have had some ups and downs. He don't have a lot of respect for women, which means he don't have respect for you because you are a woman. Uh, he thinks that women aren't loyal, and women only date men with money and trade up if a flashy, richer guy comes along. Once again, I'm going to tell you what this is. This is game. This is a prepared position statement that he has created just for you to justify his actions because he's not going to stop doing nothing he's doing. So when you post stuff on social media, age appropriate, selfish, your makeup is right, you're dressed up to go out with him or a picture from brunch when you go out with your girlfriend, he don't like it when men comment on the pictures. So now... Whenever he gets upset with you, he go out with other females and he tell you about it afterwards, saying they just nice women he met on social media. So, wait a minute. So, when you post a picture of yourself on social media and he see the men commenting, his comeback to that, his rebuttal is, I'm taking a woman out with me. That don't seem extreme to you. That don't seem like a, a, a real... That, that's not a that's not an exchange so now you are living with a man who goes out with other women while living in y'all shared space and he tells you he just made nice women in social media so he's just trying to find out how much you can take okay I thought it was a joke, and he was just trying to make me jealous. Once again, was this joke funny? Because it's not funny. Are you laughing? Because we not. So then you read his DMs, and the comments were telling him, thanks for a great date, and they were looking forward to seeing him again. I asked him if he was crazy, and I demanded that he just stop entertaining other women. You 28. Why are you dealing with this? Why are you dealing with a man so disrespectful that while you are living together in the house, he's dating other women? What? He said it's insurance in case one of the handsome men on Instagram get my attention and take me from it. This is all childish to me, and I put, now here's the part I want you to pay attention to. 
I put too much sweat and tears into this relationship to have it end over something so stupid. No, listen to me, sister. You put too much into this relationship to have it end. What relationship are you saving? This is a bad relationship. You live with a guy that do what he want to, and he ain't trying to apologize for it. So you know what you've done? You've just made a bad investment. That's all. It's just been two years. That's all it is. Don't worry about the blood, sweat, and tears. Because if you continue, you're going to get two more years of this right here. Because there's no sign of remorse in this letter for him. This how he is. This what he going to do. And nothing you can do about it. He has enough prepared statements to make you feel like you are the gold man. Now, you said, I would never flirt or go out with another male I met on social media, especially while I'm dating him. Well, he don't feel that way. <laughs> he don't feel that way at all. Because he dating you and he going out with whoever he want to and they all in his DMs. How can I get him to stop disrespecting our relationship? <sighs> you wasting your damn time. The question is I, how can I get him to stop disrespecting our relationship? The question is, why are you in a disrespectful relationship? You ain't got to get him to stop disrespecting relationship. You need to get out of the relationship. He's not disrespecting relationship. He's disrespecting you. He, you told him at the let, top of the letter, he doesn't respect women. You are a woman. He don't respect you. It, he's not disrespecting the relationship. He's disrespecting you. He's not a good guy. He's not for you. I'm not going to help you save a disrespectful relationship. Young lady, you're 28. You obviously got it going on. You're intelligent. You're working. You do age-appropriate stuff. And he's 33. And he a gigolo. You live with a man who dates other women while y'all live together and in a relationship. And he's not said he's stopping. Because you know what? Those women are insurance. They insurance. Oh, that's so how, dumb. <laughs> how do you let a man tell you that, that these other women are insurance? Right. Well, you know what you need to do? You need to cash in the policy. You need to get all the cash out this policy because I'm gone. Get your stuff because you can do this by yourself. You can start. You can get somebody ain't finna do this here. That's deep. Go out with a woman and then tell you he go out with him. What? It's, it's so oh, disrespectful. He's brave as hell. <laughs> yeah. He ain't, wow. he, he ain't got enough sense to lie. Mm-hmm. Tommy ain't that stupid. <laughs> all right, Steve. Thank you. Post your... Post your comments on on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, it's Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Okay, sure. Oh, this ain't poetry. Okay. No, uh, no, 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 because <laughs> no. I was going to give you your name. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Very good. Well, listen, y'all, we got a new black owner alert, new black owner alert. Miami oh, Heat yeah? legend Dwayne Wade is now part owner of the Utah Jazz. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. That's yeah, man, it seems to be like a shift, man, in, in the culture of basketball right now. I mean, this, this, is, this is big because, you know, Grant Hill is the owner of the Atlanta Hawks. 
He's in a group. And then you have Miss Renee Montgomery, who is a part owner of the Atlanta Dream. And now you have Dwayne Wade, who is an owner of the Utah Jazz. And you already know Michael Jordan owned the Charlotte Hornets. So you start to see a lot more players starting to own. And that's important because of the effect that they can have in the communities that they're, they're representing. Dwayne Wade said he's going to be a part of that community, not just with the team, but make a difference in that community as well. Well, I think it's big, man. That is that a is. really big move for uh, Dwayne right Wade, now, man. Do not leave my Salt Lake City. Mm. <laughs> Don't move his house down in there. Boy, boy, Dwayne, you ain't, you ain't gonna understand it. You gonna leave Miami to go live in Salt Lake City? Boy, <laughs> <laughs> you got to rethink that. He didn't say all that. Uh, but you know, also LeBron James is part owner of the Red Sox too. So a lot of these players, man, yeah, they're, they're, they're making some in it. baseball. Yeah, they're, they're taking their money, man, and buying into these franchises, which I think is great. Now if we just get it done in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boy, you get that same the thing good old boy in, world? You think you're going to do that in the take, good old boy Take one team at a time, huh, Junior? We'll yeah, take what just, we get. You just get what we get, though. Yeah. But this is big, though, man. We get I, what I'm we get, right. You know, so I think that's amazing. I'm proud of um, Dwayne Wade, man. He's a great guy. Uh, met hey, Junior. Time, man. What's up? Now that LeBron, since LeBron out, man, who, who you think going to win the NBA? This season. Um, have you seen the Utah Jazz? They in first in the West, but you know, you, you know, New Jersey they got to, they got to get KD, Kyrie, and James Harden all on the court at the same time. If that's possible, take it. How's Golden State? You mean Brooklyn? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If they, if they could get them, no. Uh, Golden State has to get uh, Thompson back. Or they do. How about the Hawks? I just wanted to say something. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you just, just wanted to be included. Yeah, the Hawks are completely out of the conversation. The Hawks are a lot better. <laughs> But, not but I'm going to tell you right now, if AD and LeBron don't hurry up and get back, yeah. the NBA championship will be in Brooklyn. Mm. The Knicks is balling, man. Shout out to the Knicks being competitive this season, man. <laughs> All right, Junior. <laughs> Coming up at the top of the hour, have you ever broken up with someone, but then they told everyone they initiated the breakup? <laughs> yeah. oh. We'll talk what? about that right after been- this. In the court three times, yes. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> Come on, bitter man. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here's a question for you. Have you ever broken up with someone, but they told everybody that they initiated the breakup? <laughs> the New York Post is reporting that Kanye is uh, hes a little upset. He's annoyed that everyone is saying that Kim Kardashian uh, initiated their breakup and divorce, but that it was actually him who initiated the split, saying they had nothing in common but the kids for over a year. Oh. Okay. Who so you Kanye said it was him. Who you believe? Oh. Yeah. Okay, ego. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh, so, guys, can you relate to how Kanye feels about not getting credit for initiating the breakup with nope. Kim? What? No. Nope. <laughs> Has that ever happened to you? No. Not no. like that. No. Well, what? First What's of all, don't nobody, like don't, don't nobody I know quit nobody that fine. That's just me. I don't <laughs> know nobody. <laughs> Never. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you hang in there when somebody... That damn fine. But no, yeah. no, I don't believe yeah. a damn thing. She's a beautiful girl. Yeah. She he could have cheated well, on me a hundred times. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I think I think Kanye mm-hmm. needs to be quiet right now. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. all of this stuff during the divorce, brother, is not good to be saying. 
Be now, quiet. You're gonna you're gonna anger this woman because what you can't do, man, right. is start throwing shade on a woman. Yeah. You know, you start you, saying stuff that we had nothing in common except the kids. Hold up, Bobby. That ain't what you were singing mm-hmm. about. No. You know, your little rap mm-hmm. songs wasn't about that. No. So you think he's gonna be quiet? Well, and then what, tell him, Steve, this is California where you're about to get boy, divorced. What you bro, need bro, to do is shut up. Shut in your California, mouth. And them kids is Woo. in California. Boy. Half of everything he got is finna I mean, be gone. I don't know so what now, lawyer you got. No. Let me ask kids, you this. Boy. The guy that said slavery was an option, you think he finna to be quiet. That's, that's who you think finna to be quiet. <laughs> That one right there? Yeah, he needs to be I wish, he needs to be I wish he would. I wish he would just not talk about the divorce publicly. It's, it's not smart. And, and, and you don't need to make the woman look bad. You're breaking up. Just and just go on and get out, man. Give a half and call it a day. They're going to get half, okay? No. And, They're and going to get the billionaire. Head. She's a brand new billionaire, too. <laughs> well, she's going to be another billionaire because this is how this Jay's right. It's it's California. You just gotta look, man. At the end of the day, these are your children's mother. Yes. Right. And you That's have true. to be mindful of that. I don't care what they say about you. I don't care what they mm-hmm. do. You cannot slam your children's mothers. You can't. You can't do and what it. difference does it do make? That's true. Who called it quits? Who called it off? What yeah. What does that mean? You're still so he's trying to save matter. face. He's trying to make himself look good. That's all. I mean, that's wow. a, but that's not. It's not going to work. Has it's that ever happened to you? And guys? listen, well, well in my case, every time subject. I broke up, yeah. In my case, anytime yeah. I broke up, they wanted out. They wanted out. Yeah. All of them wanted out. It's what did you do, Jay? That they He's all crazy. What, what just, is that? What? Just pretty much the same stuff you see here, Tommy. This could get on your nerves. Oh, this, you didn't show <laughs> up. This is. This is. You were never word. there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that true? Just like we oh. see them every now and then. I think they got the same shot. <laughs> and then when you were there, it's just a bunch of foolishness going yeah, on. Oh, this, this is not this, new behavior. Oh, yeah, you've known him for no, me. You've been knowing him forever. Mm-hmm. No, nah, man, it's been it's my me. dog for a It's me. It's me. It is me. Because I, I, I really not. never knew why, Jay. Well, Shirley, let me tell you this. Okay. And I'm a, I can say this honestly. I can speak for my old friend. Okay. <laughs> Jay is really not marriage material. <laughs> He's just a good friend, dog. He's what is he? Dog, hell of a nice guy. Hell of a of a provider. He got the means, the wherewithal, the talent. He got all that. What makes he, him not marriage material, though? He, I know he doesn't he like company. Gonna, oh, he man. just gonna be one day. He just gonna sit in the driveway and decide I don't want to go in there no more. <laughs> All right, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. Well, we were talking about this. I'll put it like that. The question I put to you guys was, have you ever broken up with someone, but they told everybody it was them that broke up with you that initiated everything? We cited, and Jay uh, said Kim everybody wanted out on him. Yeah. And he admitted it was him. Yeah. And this behavior that we see, it, 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 they got a full shot of that. Right. All I said <laughs> was, never being there. I've uh-huh. known Jay a long time. Wonderful guy. 
great sense of humor, funny, mm-hmm. fun to be around, nice. loving, caring, very attentive. Mm-hmm. But he's not the marrying kind. He, he's not marriage it's material. Gonna, no, because it's going to um, come yeah. a day when he's sitting in the driveway and he's going to look mm-hmm. up at that door and decide, I ain't going in there no more. Well, you, got, you say what, Jay, before we run out of time? What do you I mean? say Steve is absolutely right. And and when we huh? break up, I don't care who gets the credit for the breakup. I could care less. <laughs> That's not all, your issue. <laughs> all I want to do is break up. That's, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, if you want the credit, you got it. It's yeah. yours. I, but we're breaking up, right? Because that's all I want. As <laughs> a matter of fact, I'll give you the credit and the house. I, I, yes. I just, I just, just want the, out. I want out. Wow. Well, Jay, I know you don't like uh, company. So, so consider this. If you ever got married again. We got to go. Sorry. <laughs> we'll have more of the Steve Harvey close. Morning Show. <laughs> Coming up in 33 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The prosecution and the defense in the Derek Chauvin trial delivered closing remarks yesterday. It was a very long day. Uh, The prosecutor told the jury on Monday that Derek Chauvin had no compassion and pressing his knee on George Floyd's neck for nine minutes and 29 seconds was not an accident. Prosecutor went on to say that Chauvin had to know that he killed George Floyd. Prosecutor also said that this case is exactly what you saw in your eyes and know in your heart. The defense, meanwhile, said that if George Floyd could talk, then he could breathe. Wow. He could breathe just enough to tell you he couldn't breathe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everybody got a little bit of air in their lungs to eke out a cry for help. Yeah. But if you don't adhere to the cry to help, that it turns into desperation. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, man. you then just it. keep your knee on this man's neck. Now, look, man, you had your knee on his neck for nine minutes. Anybody trying to hear this mess right here? And if you don't convict this man right here, I'm just telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. And there's nothing I can do about it. It's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and that's unfortunate, you know, that we even have to say that. Oh, it's going to be bad. It's going to be a problem from black people. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a problem from non-black people. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a problem. Yeah. It's going to be a problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can't can't dump this on us. You have to blame yourself. And look at all the nationalities you had marching for Black Lives Matter. You're going to have a lot of people upset about this. Oh, yeah, and still uh, uh, multicultural, multiracial outside of the courtroom. You know, outside of this hear- country. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, mm-hmm. just to hear, you know, what's going on. Uh, they're out there now, you know. The 12 jurors will be sequestered. They will decide if Chauvin is guilty of second-degree murder, of third-degree murder, or uh, and uh, second-degree manslaughter. Chauvin could face up to 40 years in prison. So, but even the um, police chief I, um, from Minneapolis, he when he testified, he said Chauvin did not learn this at the police academy to keep yeah. his knee on somebody's neck for nine yeah. minutes, over nine minutes. Can I ask y'all something? I think. Go ahead, Jay. Go ahead. What is, what is Chauvin think, writing? Yeah, Tommy. What is he writing when he over there uh, just sitting? Uh-huh. He's writing nothing, writing? Tommy. Not I a damn know. thing. I, I don't know. He's told busy. Writing. Don't care to look busy, writing. that's all. Mm. It reminded me of the uh, OJ trial. But I think trial. he's going to walk. 
I think he's going to walk. Oh, he's Jay. Gonna get on. Oh, mm, no, and let I me tell you why. Because you only need one kidding. person out of the jury. Just one. I don't care. Just yeah. one. 12 people. Coming up, it is our last break of the day. It is the last break of the day. And this is throwing me off being here today. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jay, it's throwing us off, too. I'm combobulated. <laughs> I'm really combobulated. Man. Just I'm so you know, <laughs> it's throwing us off, too. <laughs> and uh, we'll have some closing <laughs> remarks from our fearless leader, the one and only, straight from the motherland, Steve Harvey, yeah, at 49 Minutes After, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day on this Tuesday. Wow, what a day. Mm-hmm. Thank you for uh, coming, Jay. Mm. And, of course, Tommy, it's always nice to see you. Yeah. Wow. Hey. Uh, they fit us in their schedule. Yes, yes. You got to be like this. Between yeah. golf. They ain't got to They don't do me like this. Golf and Just two things at a time. You can't golf, perform, and come and work. Nah, that's not. Whoa. That's too much. Oh. He can play golf and work, but then he ain't going to be able to go perform. <laughs> What'd you say, Carl? Mm-hmm. I, I understand whoa. how I could throw you off, Tommy. I understand thank you. it. I understand it. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Let's play when you get back from Africa. Let's do that. Let's get out there and hit something. Uh-oh. I want to play. We'll I want to play. I wanna, all, all four of us need to play. We all four need to play. See who can really play. Fun. Well, me and him, I gotta say this, Jay. Me and him gonna be laughing at you and Junior. Now, that's no, gonna be. I don't going think you will. I don't think ain't gonna be that much laughing. No. You know, Jay no. grew up on a golf course. He was a caddy when. No, you know, I, I know how to life. golf now. No. Really, Jay? I know okay. the game. Yeah. Oh, he's a caddy. When, I caddied for years. I, I know the game. Jay, I know the game. But Jay, when the last time you played? Ooh, Lord, Steve. Come oh on, do this. <laughs> Blow your lips. <laughs> do that. <laughs> right. You got clubs? You got clubs, Jay? Probably 96. Ooh, I, I got a club in L.A. That's the only club I got. <laughs> 96? That's you know, the, the J-spot? Yeah, I got the J-spot. <laughs> no, but I, I think I, I can hold my own with both of y'all, too. Because y'all talk a lot. I think me and Junior got this. Sick no. playing well. well. We'll do it. You'd be so disappointed Sick in me, do well. <laughs> You're not going to play? You, no, not, you and I can't play play together? together? Yeah, we're going to be together, Jay, but you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> so you, you get out the bush, you looking for your ball again? I think that would be fun. I think that Junior, would be fun. Junior, I was looking for my ball in Georgia one time, playing with, playing with Uncle Steve. My ball was right at the lake. Right by alligator. I had no idea what was going on. You don't get your head <laughs> right behind. behind. <laughs> what are you going to do to get that ball for? My ball right there. You see that gator? That's <laughs> <laughs> how his ball. That's not your ball no more. That ball belongs to yeah, the when you lake see a gator, that's the not people your ball, that live right? in the lake. Yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all, listen. Um, Seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just want to talk about something. You know, with this trial, my closing remarks here. The, with this trial um, and the upcoming verdict, I fully expect a guilty conviction on some levels. I fully do expect that. Um, simply because of the climate that we live in today and because of the sheer 
open brutality of it and the number of people who saw it. And this time, the movement was joined in by a lot of other people, not just blacks. The first Black Lives Matter movement was all black people. This next time, it was a rainbow coalition of people. So I have faith that they're going to come to a conviction. If they don't, I can assure you that's going to be a problem. Because uh, I've learned that oppressed people's voice is protest. When you are oppressed and you're not listening to them, their voice becomes protest. Now, it's sad to say that because you would think this country would try to get it right. It's sad that they don't. And it's sad that they have enough people in it who won't. There are some people who are never going to stop, be race, to stop being racist. They're just not. There's, not. there's some people in here who's committed to the fact that they actually think they're better than somebody based on the color of their skin. I travel around the world. I'm not as world traveled as many people, but I've been to a quite, quite a few number of places. And people of color everywhere have to feel the act of racism. I've seen it everywhere. I'm in South Africa right now. Apartheid just ended in the mid-90s, 95, 96, was when apartheid ended. That was That's not long ago, man. And so I look at the black people here, the Africans who are trying to regain what is rightfully theirs and the struggle that they are in and the racism that they face trying to just be treated as the owners of this continent. Africans own this continent. This is ours. This belongs to us. It was stolen and taken. Kind of reminds me of America. So I've seen black people and people of color everywhere have to suffer for racism. So tell me, what is the problem? I mean, I can only surmise this thing one way. It seems everywhere I go that if you are black and a person of color, some group of people within the group of people who are considered white or European seem to have a problem because of the color of your skin. That, that just seems to be everywhere. It's in Italy. It's in Croatia. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. That's a problem. How is it that you think because of the color of your skin that it makes you better than us or you have more rights? And that we should be forever patient until y'all come to terms with who we are. We're going to start showing you who we are. And the time is now. That's all I have to say about it. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 